In this episode of Insert Sound, we head for the mountains, just like in the old days. I'm your host, Svavar Jonathanson. Before we get into the sound recording details, the premise of this podcast, and the subsequent blunder, let me tell you about my former experiences in the mountains. At age 13, I started snowboarding, an addition to my teenage identity as a skateboarder, which in Iceland is challenging during six months of the year. My first snowboard was a bit tinier than myself, being an unusually small teenager. But snowboarding quickly became the focus of me and my friends' lives during winter. Unless we'd build jumps on a hill in town, which translated to walking dozens of times up the hill again, we'd take the bus to the Blue Mountains straight after school. We would take the bus to the Blue Mountains straight after school. They were wonderful and simple days, comprised of sitting on the chairlift and riding down with your friends and then repeat until it got so close to the bus departing that the last ride down felt like an event sponsored by an energy drink. My snowboarding faded in frequency sometime around 2000, but skateboarding hung around for a decade or more. I went to the mountain occasionally, perhaps once a year, even though I still love the feeling of snowboarding. Why so seldom? is beyond the scope of this episode, created by what is soon to be a middle-aged man. But I wanted to go snowboarding and record the sound of it, which brings us to this episode of Insert Sound. What you are about to hear is me riding down the hills of Skálafell Mountain, the smaller of the two main ski areas, each only a 20-minute drive from Reykjavik. I'd foam-wrapped the recorder, my sound devices mixed pre-6 inside the bag, which then went into a backpack, with a hard leather case to protect my back and spine, were I to slam, which is what we used to call falling hard. But before any risk of falling, my board slowly made its way down a gentle slope over crystal-like snow. Insert sound. The hill got steeper and I began carving, creating the sound I'd imagine as the main element of the recording. The riding came easy, controlled by a deep muscle memory, and I was bombing down the hill, monitoring in headphones, and I could hear the sound being picked up by the only choice of microphone I thought would be suitable for the situation. Granted that my microphone arsenal is limited, barely numbering five. The Electrovoice RE50B, a shock-mounted dynamic omnidirectional microphone, an industry standard in radio and TV interviews, which has been stuck in the face of presidents and criminals alike. The shock mount limits handling noise via something called Dina Damp, and the four-state pop filter kills popping peas as well as wind, though I added a super-thick foam cover, then covered it with a thick woolen sock. The mic is resistant to harsh conditions, including moisture, which does include snow. So far, I've recorded all the prior episodes of Insert Sound, please listen, using the Rode NT4 stereo mic, but it's bulk. Size and delicate XY microphones protruding, like some kind of bomb-like antenna, as well as being very sensitive to wind, as well as being so heavy that it bounces inside its shock mount with any real vibration, as well as being on loan from a friend 
made me choose the RE50B, which resulted in this. From years of being on a snowboard, though nearly 20 years ago, I can call forth, from my memory, the sound of a snowboard riding over hard wind-blown snow, wet, mushy spring snow, near ice conditions, given Iceland's location, and the rare luxury of powder. The power of the brain to recreate sound might be beyond the computational power of supercomputers, but also beyond the capability of the RE50B, or myself, of getting anywhere near the actual soundscape of snowboarding. The carving of snow by the board's metal edges sounds too deep here, lacking the higher and brighter sound, and it almost seems to be static, lacking the accelerating speed. I'm sure all you sound recorders will be rolling their eyes right now, dumbfounded by my lack of knowledge of mics, their properties and abilities when it comes to sound. A mic for voices, a mic for string instruments, a mic for indoors, outdoors, and a much longer list of situations than most people can imagine, though I would like to hear what mic would be fitting for such extreme conditions. But my choice came not from a job recording snowboarding sound for a new computer game or movie about a near-middle-aged man who quits his job and chooses to become a snowboarding bum with some twists of love and laughter, but simply from the premise of the show, which is to record the ideas I have, with the choice of microphones I might have at that given moment, and learn from the process. One of the lessons is that for the actual soundscape, there's a need for the sound that is actually the enemy of most recordings, namely the wind. What the microphone picked up, handheld just above the snowboard, moving fast down a steep hill, sounds almost static. Can you hear it? It's like shoveling of a driveway. That's how good the four states pop filter, along with a foam and woolen sock, worked. I hadn't planned to record a complicated soundscape of the mountain, but simply the sound of the snowboard going down the mountain. A recording that nonetheless represented the years of my youth spent in the mountains snowboarding. And consider how wide the soundscape would have to be to incorporate all the elements of those teenage experiences. The sound of the bus engine, tires on gravel, Rowdy teenagers, loudmouth gangs in line, calling from the lifts, shouting woohoos, jumping off stuff, laughing. The sound of the crowded warm wooden ski huts serving us french fries. The sound of ski boots clinking on floor tiles. The sound of breathing into your coat collar, in the freezing cold, sitting numb in the chairlift for the four-minute ride up in darkness, suffering, yet embracing the reality of what was the greatest joy of our teenage lives. The sound of snowmobiles revving in the distance. And... All of this made me realize that none of the major snowboarding videos we used to watch back in the city had any field recordings or sound of the actual snowboarding. In videos like Meltdown Project, Run to the Hills, Carpet DM, Stomping Grounds, where snowboarders like Ingemar Bachmann, Jamie Lynn, Peter Lyon, Teddy Hakonsen rode every type of snow and every type of jumps on every type of continent, getting us psyched up for the next trip to the mountain by the sound of punk rock music, alternative metal, 60s rock and later hip-hop, but never, never can I recall hearing the actual sound of snowboarding. But then again, 
I didn't plan to capture the essence of all of that. Just to sound of me, at 38 years old, carving down the hard snow, bombing down the mountain with a childhood friend, who was riding the same board he had at age 14, both of us feeling happy, cold, and rejuvenated. I wish I could say that the results of the recording were good, but maybe that just calls for another try, with another mic, and another episode of Insert Sound. As always, if you want to hear an uninterrupted version, let me say this again. As always, if you want to hear an uninterrupted version of this episode with only the sound of snowboarding on a mountain in Iceland, head on over to www.insertsound.net. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.